I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Thanks for joining us on the That's Rather Cavalier podcast. Before we get to it, make sure you follow us wherever you get your audio podcast. Just search FFSN That's Rather Cavalier. Give us a five-star rating on Apple and Spotify. Also, check out our cast shorts on the Know It All's YouTube channel. Now let's get to it. That's rather Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers podcast in the building for part two of the series. We're going to talk about hot NBA topics today. Man, my boy Tate Boy Fresh, BP, and Relly Hall down here kicking it through and through about NBA facts and news. But I'm going to say what's crackalacking to the team. What's up, Relly? What's happening? How y'all doing, man? I'm ready. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Take boy fresh. What's going on, bro? Big J, we back at it again, man. I gotta just reiterate some BP just said, man, when we was off air for a second, man. BP said the NBA never sleeps, man. <laughs> he he definitely was right about that one. For sure, for sure. BP, we back in the saddle again, man. What's crack a lagging, man? What's going on? It's good to be out with you guys. Part two is coming. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Hey, while you're sitting there listening to us, don't forget, we're available on Apple Radio and Spotify. Check us out and listen to us out there. They said we're moving and growing, growing and moving, and we're shaking up this podcast game. So for sure, for sure, check us out on Apple Radio and Spotify. Fellas, NBA news. It's getting hot and heavy in here. What's going on, man, with all these (laughs) trades? Bradley Beal kicked it off, and now it seems like the league never sleeps, like my boy Tate Boy Press said. Relly, what you seeing, what you knowing, what you hearing? Talk to me about this NBA news, man. I, I knew <laughs> I knew some pieces was going to end up moving when they said everybody was trying to make something shake before the new CBA. And you starting to see a lot of teams trying to fandangle this money before it kicks in, because they got to. Because if they don't make their moves now, 
they talking about those type of trade like those, that Phoenix Suns trade. You you ain't gonna see that no more, especially when they capped out. So probably some a couple, two, three more big trades is probably on their way. Yeah, man, for sure, for sure. Take boy fresh. Some NBA teams is out there playing three card money, trying to hide the rock and hide the money <laughs> and shift players around and bring guys in. What you're hearing, what you're seeing about this NBA news, man. Man, that's a lot of stuff going on, man. I mean, like you said about the Bradley Bill trade, Porzingis get traded to Boston. I guess we can get into it in a minute. Does that make Boston better? Does that make Phoenix better? Let's talk about that stuff. But also, um, you know, just 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 some of some of the other stuff going on, man. I mean, Chris Paul, we don't know where he's gonna end up at right now. Yeah, you know what I mean. I kind of I kind of like uh wonder what Dallas gonna do. Because Luca could be out of there. And Pat Riley came in his press conference and said that Tyler Hero is untradeable. They're looking to trade Bam out of bio. Bad move, Pat Riley. Bad move. <laughs> Pat, Bad hey, move. Pat, Pat Riley said in the fourth quarter, don't nobody wanted more than Tyler Hero. He can get a bucket. So it sounds like they all they offered Bam out of bio and some other pieces to Portland for Dane. So they like trying to run with three guards with Dame, Hero, I guess Jimmy Butler, the small forward. Then I guess you just put, you know, a, 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 a stretch four and a big body in there and see what they can do. For sure, for sure. BP, what you hearing, man? Teams are shuffling the deck. Looks like teams is going all in in the poker game. What's happening and what you hearing about that NBA news right now? To me, I got my eye on Portland because there was rumors even today that, you know. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Portland was looking to make a big trade with the L.A. Clippers. Portland was going to trade the third pick in the draft to the L.A. Clippers for Paul George. Portland was also going to throw in, along with that with you know, that third pick in the draft, they were going to throw in Shaden Sharp and Anthony Simons. So, you know, Ooh. Ooh. that's a pretty good haul for uh, – Paul George, I would if I was the LA Clippers, I'd take that in a second. All those three yeah. young players, that would be Scoot Henderson in the draft at pick number three, Shaden Sharp, and Anthony Simons. They'd be getting three premier young players for Paul George, who's hurt a lot. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. All right, we're going to kick it off with the first set of news. Bradley Beal to Phoenix. <laughs> Are they the champions? <laughs> Are they the champions as of today? Tate Boy Fresh, did the, did the Suns raise the chip in Phoenix, man? Pump your brakes, Big G. <laughs> I am asking. 
I mean, I think they a formidable team, just those three. But I got to know who else is going to be there, man. I mean, you know, like we said in our last podcast, I got a potential trade cooking with the Cavs for Isaac Okoro, who's a defender. Don't need shots. Slash player. Jared Allen, who, if he ain't playing, Mitchell Robinson plays pretty good defense. <laughs> Block shots. Protect the rim. You know, and you got... KD, Book, and Bill out there. I got to see how they round up their roster, man. I, I I think they took a step down in coaching. I like Monty Williams better than uh, who to do from the Pacers Frank and the Vogel. Lakers. Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel better than Frank Vogel. But Frank Vogel's going to bring at least some type of defensive mentality, which for those players in Phoenix probably turns into defensive effort, not a mentality. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Get some effort out of them. And, you know, I think they'll be better than they were last year. All right. I'm not ready to see state championship favorites, though. All right. Really? Are they the favorites? Are I they agree. the favorites? I agree with Tate on this one. The, the We got we to gotta pump the brakes on Phoenix. Like, because when I look at Phoenix right now, I say to myself, what's the difference between Phoenix now and when Brooklyn had KD, Harden, and Kyrie? They did absolutely nothing. It's only one ball. They have no defenders. They only got five players locked. And DeAndre Ayton already don't want to be there because he know he ain't going to get the ball. Yeah. So you got no playmaker. You got worse at the coach, the coaching, which you didn't need to fire anyway. <laughs> so, honestly, I don't even see them making it to the Western Conference Finals. Like, man, they're going to they're gonna be in trouble. Watch. They're going to be in a lot of trouble. They're not going to have nobody to help them make decisions. And literally – if one of them get hurt, it's over. And two of two of the three already got bad reps when it comes to injury. One of two of them is due for it. So this episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products like Venom heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Got you. Got you. There's some hesitancy. VP, that the Suns raise the chip. Does the chip rise and fall in the West with the Suns this year coming up? I mean, I, I do admire what Phoenix did here, but again, they've only got four guys signed on contracts. <laughs> they need to flesh out their team with 11 more guys. So even like what Tate said, I got to see who they're going to bring on board. And if I'm the NBA, I'm not doing them any favors. Like even if I'm Cleveland, I'm not, you know, I got to be 
I'll send them guys like Dean Wade or Jetty Osman or, you know, Ricky Rubio, but I ain't sending them anybody good. Mm. So, you know, and, uh, <laughs> you know, so, and I, you know, Bradley Beal hasn't played meaningful basketball games in about five years. So I don't think, you know, he may not be ready for prime time playoff games. So, and unfortunately, Kevin Durant gets hurt a lot now towards the end of the season. So, in my opinion, the Denver Nuggets are still the uh, favorites <laughs> in the NBA. Got you. Got you. And before, you, before and I would say before wait, you wait. go, I'd be like, between Devin Booker and Bradley Bill, who's gonna run the point guard? Yeah. 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 I think that I think they probably gotta get a point guard though. I mean, you can you you can get a serviceable serviceable guy that doesn't score, that doesn't look to shoot, that just looks to facilitate and play defense. I think point guard is the easiest position to find that person versus a wing that that plays defense and can facilitate and stuff like that. I think, you know, I don't have any, I mean, they could get uh, the kid out of Indiana, TJ McCollum. Mm-hmm. To play point, got you, got to you. Play. Got I mean, you. Somebody scrappy like that, you know, that's going to play defense and play the other team's best ball handler, stuff like that. Or even a, sure. a guy like, like Reggie Jackson from, you know, the Denver Nuggets, Reggie Jackson. Yeah, yeah, he would be a good fit, you know, as a point guard, or you know, you know what I'm saying. It's not yeah. that hard, like you said, to find. There's probably 45 point guards in the NBA that could start on any given night. For sure, for sure. I, I think that Isaiah Thomas has got a little vision going on with the Phoenix Suns, and I think he looks at the Phoenix Suns having Bill and Booker as, as similar to Dumars and Thomas in Detroit, and I think he had something huge to do with the trade to bring Bill to Phoenix because they traded him for smoking mirrors and mirrors of smoke, you know? So it was really nothing in order to bring him in. So I think that's where the vision's going, but we'll figure it out as we go. Hot topic number two, official trade already went down. Christoph Porzingis is in Boston. They gave up Brogdon. They gave up a couple of other bench in a trade swap. Does Porzingis put Boston in the lead in the Eastern Conference? I'm gonna start with you, VP. What's up with Porzingis being in Boston? Uh, I've never been a huge Porzingis fan because, first of all, he gets hurt a lot, <laughs> and he, you know, he's seven foot three, but he shoots a ton of threes. So he, you know, I don't think he's a, a winning, like, playoff basketball player. He probably he puts up good numbers in the regular season. So I don't think this guarantees Boston anything. Uh, they lost also Gallinari in this trade. So they lost Gallinari and Brogdon. So they lost some, you know, pretty good pieces here. You know, Brogdon did just win six man of the year. So, you know, he played a lot of games. He scored a lot of points, had a lot of assists. You know, he was like a glue guy for Boston. So I don't think this does does all that much for Boston, to be honest. For sure, for sure. Take boy fresh. Tingus Pingus. Christoph Porzingis is in Boston in that old green and white. Is the hey, Boston man. number one in the East? Hey man, first I gotta ask you a question. Kingus Pingus? Kingus Pingus, Kingus Pingus. That's like Pingus. that that's like on our on our on our, our football podcast for the Cleveland Browns. You call Nick Chubb Chubby. Tingus Pingus. That's it. That's Come on, man. It's the stuck out there. It's Tingus. If you if you YouTube him, if you check him out. They call him Tingus Pingus everywhere. Right. I nev- I've Tingus never Pingus heard Pingus. it. I'm, I just brought it up because I know you call 
called Nick Chubb Chubby. So I just wonder, like, where you get these names from? But hey, man, um, unlike BP, I think it does make Boston better. Um, Gallinari didn't play at all last year, so not missing anything that they that they had and not don't have now. He didn't play at all. Brogdon was a good piece, but I think that uh, White, Derek White's really stepped up and Brogdon became kind of expendable. So you got Porzingis playing the natural four because they're going to have Robert Williams playing the center. So you got a lot of length with him and Tatum, and that could facilitate a move for Jalen Brown now. You bring Ooh. Porzingis scoring in, you could trade Jalen Brown and get a lot of good pieces. So I think Boston is better. I'm looking for Joe Mazzulla to get better as a coach. They hired Sam Cassells as lead assistant. He's just sitting there waiting on Joe Mazzulla to mess up so they can put him in the coaching seat. But I think Boston did get better, man. When you look at just, hey, man, with me, I'm always going for the talent, man. Oh. And Porzingis is better than Gallinari and Brogdon both. Oh. So that's where I'm at with it. I got you. Gallinari out, Porzingis in. Relly, your reaction to Boston making the switch. I actually think this was a good move. I think this was probably the best move they could have made. Because especially with KP, like, you know, KP does never really wanted to play the true center position. Doesn't have to now. You got Robert Williams who's going to be there. Um, they're probably going to get try to get another rim protector too, just in case Robert Williams goes down again. Um, and then you still, they still got Al uh, uh, Horford, right? Yes. So, yeah, so I, I think, yeah, this might be the best situation for KP. Now I'm kind of intrigued to see what type of offense they're going to run, seeing if they're going to run more pick and pops with KP or they're going to just kind of have him roll. But I think I think they're right now in the same position. I don't think it takes them finals contenders, but I don't think it drives them either. Mm, mm. Like like the move. I don't know. I'm Just like you guys are calling about Phoenix, I don't know. With Boston, I don't know for sure, for sure. We're going to see, you know, because there's a lot of shaking and moving that still got to happen in the NBA. Fellas, third hot topic, John Morant, 25-game suspension for conduct detrimental to the NBA. Tate Boy Fresh, reaction about Ja and the NBA telling him to go kick rocks because <laughs> he ain't playing for 25. Hey, man. NBA and the fans love Ja. Ja's one of the top five most popular players in the league. But Ja got to realize that. Ja did this to himself. You know what I mean? He, he got he got a slap on the wrist the first time for, for, for toting a pistol in a, in, a, in a social media video. You know, eight games, said I went to counseling, said I'm better, won't happen again. And then a month later, what happened? It happened again. Yeah. Yeah. His his boy put it on live IG, yeah. so you probably hanging around the wrong people. Yeah, I mean, I know they're your homies, but yeah. still, I mean, I used to hang with Big G and a lot of other bad dudes. Big G went on a good path. That's why I still deal with Big G today because we kind of took the same path of path to adulthood. And because we used to do stuff, you know, we used to do stuff. Big G, dumb stuff. <laughs> so so I get it. I've been young. I've been there. But uh, you know, you he didn't get he didn't get suspended for for toting the gun. He got suspended for for stuff detrimental to the to the NBA. It's yeah. like the NFL. You represent that shield. So right. in the NBA, you represent that logo. You can't be going out just doing stuff, man. 
I mean, you think about over the past year, John had the incident at, his, at the high school when his mama called him, got into it with some high school kids. True. Got it on after a game at home against the Pacers. He's putting the red dot on some of the Pacers' head and, and on, on the on the visitors' bus. Knucklehead. Knucklehead. Yeah. Then you know his dad getting into it with Shannon Sharp ah. at the at Staples or yeah. crypt, cryptocurrency ring or whatever it's called now. Yeah. And then he get in trouble with the gun the first time. Then he get in trouble with the gun the second time. Yeah. John, you lucky to get forty one games, man. Sit down and just take this, just. Get your mind right, work on your craft, and be ready to come back sometime probably around Christmas. Sounds about right. 25, sounds about right. Christmas time. BP, your reaction to Jock getting 25 games with his NBA suspension? Yeah, and we did a show, you know, a couple weeks ago. I thought John Morant was going to get like half a season suspension, 41 games. And I believe uh, you, Big G, said he, he might even get the whole season. Yes, sir. So I thought I thought he got off easy here. I thought he got lucky, to be honest. 25 games isn't that bad. And, you know, Memphis still has a lot of talent on the team between, you know, uh, Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson and even Tyus Jones and that big Steven Adams. So I think they'll probably be okay. And, I, you know, but – we all knew he was going to get some kind of suspension and uh, 25 games. I think he got off pretty easy. And I think, you know, he's just going to have to learn from this, this mistake. For sure. For sure. Really? Yeah. What you saying, bro? It's 25 easy. Hey, and I'm going to swing the question just a little bit different, man. Same question, but just a little different. What do the, the Memphis Grizzlies need to do to help John? Is it time for them to bring an alpha male in that locker room yeah. and say, bro, look here, you get the tripping, it's me and you in the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what do they need to do? <laughs> yeah, they need to find a vet. Like, they need to find a respectable vet because, I mean, you can you can get a vet, but Chris John Moran might not. Yes. Chris actually, Paul. Yeah, that wouldn't be, that wouldn't be bad, actually. Yeah. That wouldn't be bad because he needs somebody he respects, somebody who was actually at that level because um, – I do believe John Moran got off easy, but I kind of expected him to get that many games. Like when you when you see when he first got in trouble and Nike took off his shoe and then they put it right back on because he was just that popular with the fans. Like Adam Silver wasn't really going to give him a season. Like he wasn't yeah. going to give him a full season. He wasn't going to give him 40. But I think what's important for Ja to learn through this, which is like crucial, is that the people he think is his friends is not his friends, right? Because yeah. let's be yeah. real, like, if you know your 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 homie your dog is is up like that, it's no reason you shouldn't have even been recording them anyway. Especially if the the rumors was true that this was a toy, this was this, this is X, whatever. You knew John Morant got eyes on him, right. no matter what right. he does outside. Like this, and this was off. This was off the. This wasn't even in the season, and he got yeah. got all this. So that kind of tells you the level of. Uh, publicity jobs getting but at the same time what's at stake for his career right because he's a young talent who we, who we say could eventually win an MVP who could be this who can lead his team to a finals contender but when you when the people under him who saying he's the face of the franchise is not respecting the, the social decisions he's making you know it's kind of hard to really respect the person like that and trust them long term when you saying 
he's going to do something crazy. So yeah. I, I I really do think this is going to be crucial for him to just take a uh, step back and just, just think. <laughs> think and just, just change his game plan a little bit. But, yeah. Last question to swing around the horn before we get to the NBA draft predictions. Zion Williamson. What is going on in New Orleans with Zion, man? I mean, we could get into some of the some of the issues and stuff, but the issue is it looks like Zion's worried about more what's going off the court and what's going on on the court, <laughs> right? Relly, what's up with Zion? I don't know, man, but uh, I I think Zion might need us need a new team around him too. Because Zion not on, like, especially for what they pay him and what his projections is to be. Like, Zion Williamson, we said he's supposed to be a player that would be a contender to be an all-time player somewhere down the line, right? And he's barely playing, and he got his off-the-court situations, too, you know, (laughs) with people trying to uh, blackmail him a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got New Orleans saying we might even consider trading him. Which yeah, is even yeah. crazier when you talk about a player who, since LeBron, this was supposed to be the player that was supposed to be have more hype than LeBron James. So yeah. he's he's in a, he's in a little bit of a pickle. Yeah, just a small, just a little pickle. Yeah, for sure. Tape boy fresh, Zion. What is he doing, man? What is going on down in New Orleans? He's down there eating too much crawfish and crash a lot for one. And he he's doing a little crawfish good too. though. I'm saying eating too much of it. Yeah. They're all the Cajun food, the beignets and everything. He needs to go to a healthy city. Go to Portland. <laughs> you know, kick it with Dane. But uh nah, man. Um Zion, when healthy, when playing, is a beast. Averaged almost 27, 8 and 4 a game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, his you can buy low right now, and by buying low, you still gotta give some up, but not like you would have thought three years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's I agree with Rally. I think it's time for them to move on from the Pelicans. I think they trade and they can get some pieces. That Brandon Ingram's the guy there now. Yeah, they got some good young talent, they got a good veteran, CJ McCollum, Larry Nance Jr., a good coach and Willie Green. They're going in the right direction. Zion didn't play anyway. Yeah, yeah. So why not try and trade them and bring in more assets and fill out your fill out your bench, maybe get one starter, get some really good bench players and a pick or two. Yeah. And you good. But I think I think for everybody involved, Zion probably is best served moving. BP, is it time for Zion to pack his bags in New Orleans and get to moving? Or do they give him one more time around the bend? What did the Pelicans do with Zion Williamson? I mean, I think they were open to trading him for the like to Charlotte for the second pick in the draft, but it looks like Charlotte is going to make. They don't want that. They they want to pick this Brandon Miller, you know, like a young small forward out of Alabama. Yeah. So, and I think you know, I think Zion was also offered to uh, Portland for the third pick in the draft because again, we heard that New Orleans really likes Scoot Henderson. Again, yeah. it looks like that's not going to happen. So this is this is telling you that the NBA is not that enamored with Zion Williamson. You know, sure. a couple of years ago, people would have jumped at the chance. 
to, you know, trade a second pick or a third pick in the draft for Zion. He was supposed to be, you know, the next coming of Charles Barkley or you know, Shaquille O'Neal or, you know, some all-time Hall of Famer. I still believe in the kid. I mean, I love his talent. I love watching him, but, you know, he's never on the court. He's missed, you know, a ton of games. Yeah. Now he's got some off the court issues. So, you know, I, I hate to, in my opinion, I thought it would have been cool if, uh, you know, New Orleans traded him to Charlotte where, you know, Zion played basketball at Duke, you know, near Charlotte. Yeah. I think the people love him in North Carolina. They would have embraced yeah. him. Maybe that would have shook him up a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, I don't think that's going to happen now, but, you know, we'll see what happens, but hopefully he can turn it around it looks like New Orleans is going to, you know, stick it out with him. New Orleans has a ton of talent on their team. So, I mean, if, if, if Zion was smart, this could be a wake-up call for him. He's seeing that, like, guys in the NBA passed on him, you know, in, in, in favor of these the second pick in the draft and the third pick in the draft. So, maybe this is a wake-up call for Zion to get his stuff together. For sure, for sure. Fellas, last question, two-part question. All about the NBA draft. Wimben Yanni is locked in at number one. So we know that. But what pick do you think will shake up the draft? And does a team that is a contender jump in and grab a piece? Or is there a team that's just going to wipe the slate clean and start over with this NBA draft? Really, I'm going to go to you first, man. We know when Bignani's won, what's going to shake the draft? Or is something going to happen on draft night where you're like, man, I can't believe it went down like that? I think Portland might be the team that does something crazy. I think they might, in in all, in our rumor mill, I think they might mess around and get traded this draft. I Ooh. really do. I think they might stagger because they already got a high one. They already got, a, what, the second pick, right? So I think they might mess around and try to get another top five too. Oh, so, so they keep their pick and then they ship Dame to get another pick. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. I'm hearing it. That's a, that's a serious rumor. Take Boy Fresh, the thing thrown to you. When Bignani's won, is there going to be some makers and shakers in this year's NBA draft? Man, where 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 really went wrong with this proposed idea right there, <laughs> which I, mean, I, th- I think is good. I think, th- I think Portland do want to rebuild, but they ain't going to get back in the top five because the teams in the top five is sorry. They ain't don't want to go to no sorry team. So you know he want to go somewhere we can play for a chip, but I like I like the uh, the point guard man out of out of Arkansas, Anthony yeah. Black. Yeah, good player. You know, like six six seven six eight, rangy, play defense, handle the ball, great passer. He probably go in the top ten. Yeah, I mean it's not nothing earth earth shattering. I'm just saying who I like outside the big three. Yeah. Which is uh, Wimbenyana, Scoot Henderson, and the kid. Uh, what is it, Miller from Alabama? Yes, sir. Is that his, is that his name right? His last name is Miller. Yes, he does play for the, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Yeah, Brandon Miller. Yeah. Okay. So you know, outside those top three, just trying to pick somebody else in the, in the bottom half of the top ten. I like the Anthony Black kid, man. So before, hold on, before you, so Tay, I asked you then, right? Like, let's say, hypothetically, let's say Portland says, I'm about, I'm about to trade you, Dane, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're talking with Houston. I think they got fourth, right? And Houston has got, four. 
right? And they got the rumors that James Harden was probably might go to Houston. Would you entertain trading Dame for the fourth pick and maybe Jalen Green? Oh, now that's a good. Now you're talking because you assume I'm assuming James Harden coming too, right? Yeah, like assuming because you now you like all right, just to show James Harden we we for real this time. We about to go ahead and track Dame. I like that because James Harden to transition more to just a straight up point guard on offense nowadays. Jalen Green is young. Get Jalen Green and Scoot Henderson in Portland. Oh, how you cooking with fire in Portland and in work with Houston because they brought he brought in Yume Odoka. They trying to win now. I mean, I don't think he there for the development aspect of it. He got the Sang Sangu. He gonna be a nice big man. They got the boy they drafted last year. Put him with Harden and Dane, and I don't know another piece in the starting lineup. Yeah, KJ Martin or Jermaine Tate. I mean, yeah, I, I like Houston then because because you you definitely gonna come change the culture, man. For sure, I like that move, and that's a team that could be contending for the playoffs now if they made that move. Yeah, I, I'm feeling it, really. I'm feeling it. VP, question to you. Does the draft get shook up with a big time trade or what we doing or what, who do you really like in this year's draft? Here's what I like. I've said all day today that I got my eye on Portland. I don't think Portland can satisfy Dame Lillard by bringing in a proven veteran. So I think Portland's going to have to trade Dame Lillard and the best place for Dame Lillard is Miami, Florida, South beach trade Dame Lillard down to Miami for Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and the 18th pick in the draft. I already looked at the numbers. The numbers add up. I think that's a home run. I I don't like the Miami Heat personally, but you give me Dame Lillard, Jimmy Butler, Bam out of Bayou. I think Miami will be very tough in the Eastern Conference. I just told y'all Tyler Hero not on the market per Pat Riley. Pat Riley said it ain't. I don't believe Bam out of there first. Before no, I, don't believe, I don't believe that for a second, and I, I don't believe Pat Riley for a second. <laughs> okay, well that's what yeah. he said. But okay, I, I mean, he could, he, Riley. He, he could be blowing smoke, hey. BP. You could be right. I'm just Pat I'm Riley just, is a snake. I'm just reporting. <laughs> hey man, Pat Pat Riley Pat Riley probably the best coach in the last thirty years, even better than Popovich. He stole LeBron James from Will Jackson. Before we what whoa, whoa, Pat Riley is better than Pop. Hey, yeah, but look at look, look at look at Pop now without Duncan. But 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 hey, Pop got five. <laughs> and hey, Pat, Pop Riley, got five. Pat, Pat Riley got five, just two is the exact. Yeah, but them don't count. He wasn't on the sideline. He, he might have been making decisions, but he wasn't. <laughs> As a matter of fact, he got there. four, right? He got three of the Lakers. Yeah. One with the Heat because he came down for Stan Van Gundy. Yeah. And then he got another two in the front office. Yeah, but man, Pop I'm just saying five. he equally as good as, as as Pop, man. I mean, I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I, you know, I just got, you know, I, I, I'm i not a Spurs fan, but I got a special place for Pop, man. Pop is one heck of a coach. Hey, man. And also, in the amendment, I need to make some things I've said on some podcasts in the past. I'm putting, I'm putting, I'm putting Kobe in the top seven, man. Kobe should have, Kobe Bryant should have been in the top seven. What are you talking about? <laughs> this, 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 this is my top list. Now, hey. if you keep, if you keep, if you keep talking crazy, we are gonna move some furniture. 
It's eight. I'm gonna tell you right now, if Kobe wasn't in your top seven, your list was trash. Well, come on, well, <laughs> let, 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 let's go. You got top you got, seven. Yeah. For me, just just say it. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Michael Jeffrey Jordan, LBJ, LeBron James, Urban Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe B. Bryant, one through seven. Kobe over Duncan. Over Duncan, mm-hmm. over Wilt, over Bill Russell. Well, I get Wilt and Bill Russell, but Wilt, Wilt can be up there. Bill, Bill Russell played in the era was less teams. He was a winner, won all them championships, and he was a defensive player. But he was yeah. all-time winner. But I'm just talking about basketball. Oh, man. Kobe, 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 Steph ain't passing by yet? No, 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 <laughs> no, Steph no, no. In? Ah, maybe, maybe not. He he might be right there in that eleven or twelve. Steph above KD? Yes. Yeah, KD's like 15, 16. Yeah. Okay. He's above. Yeah, yeah. But 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 when I start rounding it out, Tim Duncan, Will Chamberlain, Bill Russell, Moses Malone, Hakeem Olajuwon, those names got to go down there. Hey man, you need to go back and check out. Well, Moses. I watched Whoa, Moses. Bro. I'm old enough to remember Moses. The Philly was my team back then, man. '83. I was like 10 years old, but still. Yeah, Moses. Moses, man. Moses, Moses might be top guy. 15. BP is Moses top 10. No. Thank you. Oh, BP. <laughs> what? No, <laughs> I lived. I lived in Philly when they won that championship in '83. Moses Malone is not a top 10 NBA player of all time. Oh. Sorry. In fact, oh. Jokic might be better than him. Oh, uh, <laughs> real, wait, 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 wait. All said and done, Jokic when might when, be when better all said than and done, Moses not yet, no, they, they real similar because they both won two MVPs in a short amount of time. Moses took Houston to the championship and lost. I think Moses might have took Houston to two championships. But then he came to Philly with Doc, just one. Yeah. And he won that one. And he won MVP that year. I think he won MVP of the finals. So him, yes. him and Jokic have similar, to this point, numbers. Right. Jokic so is I'm in his twenties. Jokic... He's got a long way to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Jokic's like twenty nine. I mean, he ain't like he's spring chicken. I don't know if he's that old. He might be twenty eight. I think he's twenty nine. Wow. I think Joker is twenty nine. So, but well, yeah, I, I mean, maybe I'm just impartial. But Moses Malone, man, is up there, man. His game, his game should age well. We all impartial to somebody. Who you impartial to, Relly? Say it again. Who you impartial to? Like somebody you know, not top ten, but just your guy. I got two. I'll give you one if you want one real quick. Yeah. Go ahead. Doctor J. Doctor J. Changed the game. Doctor J. Yeah. He he's underrated now. I think people are disregarding Doctor J. Yeah. yeah. yeah Doctor no, J. I, was a fabulous talent and and a, and a game changer. You know, just like Steph Curry was a game changer. Doctor J. Changed the game. Agree. I agree, agree, BP. I agree, BP. Thank you. Rally. But Game can manager. I... Who you partial to, man? Timmy D. <laughs> but he top 10. Yeah, yeah we, but, we know he's but top I feel 10. Like, but I feel like he should be high, like higher. Like, I, I think he should be. Higher? Wait, wait. Higher than Kareem? Oh, not no. Kareem, though. Not, I'm not Higher Kareem. than Jordan? We no, named no, no, the top no, no, seven. No. Is he tire, higher than any of the top seven? Yep. Shaq, Kobe, Magic, Bird. 
Michael Jordan. I think Come he. On, I think Randy. he. I think he. I think he. I think he hired him, Bird. Oh no! I Randy. think he hired him, Bird. I think he. He could. He could. I he, think he, he. It's close. I get I, really. It's close. Like I feel but, like. But but Big G, you saw you saw Bird. You saw Duncan. Rally didn't see Bird. Man, let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something right now, young whippersnapper. <laughs> Larry Bird, the hick from Fresh Lick. Might have been the coldest of the cold that ever played. Hey man, Bird, 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 Bird was Joker for real. Yeah. So Bird, Bird swept Jordan twice. Get him out twice. <laughs> twice. So, so what would uh have uh Tim Duncan would have? What would have Tim Duncan had to do in order to you for you to consider him better than Bird? He could have done career. nothing because Larry Bird changed it was basketball. Just that. Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. I don't know about that, Big Z. Oh, yes, they did. The NBA was in trouble. No, no, no. You said Magic and Bird, but we just talking about Bird. We just talking about Bird. Like, no, they do do go together. They do go together. Magic and Bird. Magic Magic and Bird saved the NBA. Yeah, they did, but Magic got five chips, so did Duncan. Bird only got three. Remember, Magic was playing with Kareem. Bird got three MVPs. How many dunk you got? Like one or two. <laughs> one or two. Bird got three. And, and had his career shortened because of injury. Bird was still killing him. Bird was still my killing two, him. My, 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 my two favorite players that's not top 10 is probably neither one. They, they probably, they probably, Duncan got two MVPs. Yeah. 15-time All-Star. 15-time All-NBA. Bird, Bird up there. No, he's not. At <laughs> least 10. Close. He got at least 10 All-NBA. At least 10. Uh-oh. Well, Duncan got 10 first team, three second team, two third team. Oh. Let me tell you what Larry Bird got before we get out of here. Larry Bird has... Why can't I find Larry Bird's stats? Oh, there you go. It, okay. I'm going to say, as you do that too, before, because I just realized... I'm, my fault because I just disrespected one of my favorite power fours of all time, Dirk. I feel like Dirk, yeah, because you talking about somebody who changed the game forever. Like, like every power forward, I'm gonna say every power forward is trying to implement him. Every team is trying to get a Dirk. Yeah, now nowadays, but but my Larry Bird got nine first team, one second team, ten. That's so ten. Yeah, yeah, to fifteen, but uh. But uh, my favorites, man, KG and AI. Oh, I mean, I think they both Ooh. probably top twenty-five, not close to top ten, but just, 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 just that that breed of player, man. Like even like Kobe had it, KG had it, AI had it, just that dog. They talk about dogs nowadays, but dogs nowadays ain't like dogs was back in the day, man. Hey, so quick question before we close out. Just a question about Allen Iverson. Isaiah Thomas or Allen Iverson, who you got? BP. Isaiah Thomas or Allen Iverson, who you got? In my opinion, I I, I loved I loved Iverson, so I give me Allen Iverson. Really? Isaiah Thomas, Allen Iverson, who you got? Isaiah Thomas. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Take boy fresh. Allen Iverson, Isaiah Thomas, who you got? Got Isaiah, man. Yeah. Isaiah Isaiah could have scored way more like Iverson did. He just, I mean, he facilitated. He got his team Lambeer and 
Dumars involved, and you know, I mean, he 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 had that gear though. I remember that game in '88 when he twisted his ankle in the fourth quarter against the Lakers. Yes, sir. It went off for like 26, 27 points in one quarter on a on a on a on a, a messed up ankle. Yeah, grapefruit size ankle. In the final. In the final. In yeah. the final. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, fellas. Parting shots as we close it out. Well, that's rather Cavaliers. BP, what you got going on with your closing shots? Uh, just We were just talking a second ago. I did look it up. Jokic from Denver is 28 years old. So he's, you know, pretty young with, uh, you know, a good five, six, seven, you know, a lot of runway left to put up some big numbers and probably win, you know, another championship down the road. So, you know, I think Denver is going to be a formidable team, you know, in the next coming three, four, five years. That's sure. what I got. And looking forward to the, uh, I'll be interested to see what the Cavs do tomorrow if they move up into the first round. But to me, more importantly, I want to see what they do with trades and free agency starting around June 29th. Gotcha. Sneaky move by the Nuggets too. Picks 29 and 32. They trying to do something in Denver. But we'll check it out. Rally, closing shots <laughs> on that's rather cavalier. Like I said earlier, the Phoenix Suns ain't making it to the Western Conference Finals this season. Oh, burn up the screen, baby. Hot take in the building. Yeah, I don't care who they fill it out with. They ain't, they ain't making it. I'm sorry. For sure, for sure. Take boy fresh, swing it to you. What we just got going on, man, as we close out this podcast. Hey, man, I just think we had a had a great show. I'm appreciative of you, Big G, you know, hosting and facilitating, making everything go around. BP with his with his with his with his good basketball knowledge. And and and, and really and really give us some young juice, man. Yeah, so you sure. know, I appreciate you being part of the squad, really, and just you know, great show, guys. Can't wait till we get to do the next one. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Hey, so for that's rather Cavaliers crew in the building, Big G Rally, BP and Tape Boy Fresh. Don't forget to check us out on Apple Radio and Spotify for that's rather Cavaliers. Let's go Cavs. Let's go Cavs. Let's go Cavs.